Hello everybody, it's WDW Happy Hour here. I'm Catherine and I'm sitting here with my fellow podcast members, Matt. Hello. Scott. You started off opening up your water bottle. <laughs> Hello. And Rob. Greetings. Holly's not joining us today. Everyone give her good vibes on her uh, her upcoming school year. Um, so we have a fun episode today. Uh, we're going to start it like we always do with our topping it off where we talk about a Disney drink somewhere in the Disney-verse. And I'm going to kick it to myself today. Um, this was a drink that I had on one of my most recent trips. Um, I was actually hoping Holly would be here because I'm pretty sure she also had it. Um, it was at Teppan Ito, um, a restaurant that maybe isn't our number one favorite, but dang, this drink was good. I had the Violet Silk Martini, and it is vodka shaken with purple pear and lime juice, and it is delicious. And I'm not a martini gal, and I think this is like a little toned down because it's so flavored. Um, so like I wouldn't consider this like a really hard drink. I had two of them at lunch and I was totally fine afterwards. I wasn't like hitting the concrete. <laughs> um, it's $12, comes in a martini glass, has a lime in it. And as I was doing some research on this, I feel like it's rather new. So check it out. It was very smooth. If you like that uh, sake, uh, violet sake drink from Japan and you have reservations at Teppanito, this is a great similar drink. Mm. So that's it. Consider it topped off. I remember Holly liking it. I loved it. Very much so. Yeah, it was good. I I had two of them. There's like a violet pina colada there too, (laughs) which I don't remember seeing on the menu because I probably would have tried that because it was a hot day. But anyway, delicious. Delicious. I don't know if we've ever done a drink at Teppanito. I don't think we ever have. I don't think so. Because like, I don't think they have anything. They have a beer flight that's... Well, they had All a lot basic of basic beers. They had a lot of drinks this time. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember. So I think before. they spruced up their menu yeah. before they reopened. Um, so that's that's my topping it off. Good but time. all right, Rob, I'm going to kick it to you with the news. <laughs> kick it. Kick it. Um, what did I just do? Oh, here we go. Um, so not too much news, shockingly. Um, but I do have a nice little Twitter um, thread that I found that I thought we could talk about. <laughs> okay, all right. So, um, so the first thing is there's the rumor that Genie Plus is going to launch fairly quickly. Um, the, the rumor is the first week of October. No. <laughs> you do. You don't want it. You don't want it. No, I want to do one more, one more trip, like old school. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's the rumor. It's a rumor, so okay. we don't know. Um, they've already started replacing signs and adding lightning lane signs as uh, and changing them over from the Fast Pass Plus signage. It's interesting to me that so, they felt the need to change the name of that. Well, it's different. Oh, like not calling it a Fast Pass line? It's not really different. I mean, it's right, the you're same. Right, you're right. Like... You're paying for a fast pass. That's fine. People know that. You're not going to fool anybody by calling it the Lightning Lane. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. Because it's the same concept. Yeah. yeah, I guess. But now you can go like, well, we never had to pay for fast passes before. And it's like, they can go, yeah, but this isn't fast passes. This is like I think that's why they Right. That's exactly That's exactly it. that yeah. corporate BS that I, I despise. And... Yeah, well, it's different. Okay. Um... On a positive note, we have two new things opening. Um, wait, I'm trying to do the math on when this is. Um, this is Wednesday. It's opening. We have Club Cool is back with Beverly oh. and the Creation Shop. But I say this. I mean, are those two the greatest things ever? No. But Epcot's making some progress, so we're getting some back progress to some city. You might even say yes. Uh, back to some normalcy. Um, I'm curious whether Club Cool will be classic Club Cool in that you can just walk up and get a drink. I believe it. I believe so. Yeah, I think it's similar. Because that's absolutely not typical of COVID things, being able to serve yourself. Maybe they'll have like trays or something. Maybe they'll have like cast members. Yeah. Doling uh, out like th- like they do at the uh, DVC lounge, right? Where, they, where you tell them what kind. Right, of they drink. don't even let you use the Coke freestyle. Machine, freestyle yeah. machine. I think they stopped that. Oh really? I think that would have been I within the I, last I month it, because we were there like beginning of August and they still are doing okay. that. Yeah, I could be wrong though. I'll, I'll be curious, and I'll be curious to see whether it's the same as it was before, just sticky a different floor. interior. <laughs> Well, the sticky floor is a, inevitable. Know, a mainstay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I come for. It, it hasn't felt like, I think the pandemic and being what it has been shortened things in my mind because it doesn't feel like it's been shut down that long. Yeah. But the front of Epcot's right. been a mess for a while now. I know. Oh, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. It, not the, fr- I, I guess I should say the space between. Spaceship Earth and World Showcase. <laughs> what? I was going to make a Dave Matthews. Yeah, I was thinking I know. the way you said that. <laughs> everyone, everyone right there. Um, is anybody remotely excited about the Creations Shop? I don't know. Well, it's going to be Mouse Gear, right? It's, I mean, that's it's their gift it shop. Oh, yeah. it is. It is not Mouse Gear, according to Disney. This is like creative <laughs> yes. whatevers. They do have some new themed um, Epcot. They're calling it Light and Color Collection. Cool. Has anybody seen... No, I... um, this has turned it into almost just a free-for. Has anybody seen the... <laughs> That's the test? Fault. No, it's okay. <laughs> the, the testing of Spaceship Earth and the lights. Yeah, and it's so bright. Yeah. It's <laughs> like... It is insane. I, I'm thinking you would be able to see that from a plane. Me too. Perhaps Absol- space. Yeah, space. Perhaps. Perhaps. So, well, they attached all these... Lights, LEDs, I don't know, uh, to the exterior of Spaceship Earth. And I thought it was going to emanate, but it's lighting the the structure. Yeah. It's, and it's going like the same color, but like switching off and on. Yeah, oh, it's, it's very interesting. wild. It is wild. That is it's not super what bright, I, though. Yeah, it is not <laughs> what I expected. Yeah. They've always had an opportunity to do something with that that they haven't. Yeah, and they used. did. Do you remember when they did Mike Wazowski's space on it? And they yes. did um, the Death Star. That's right. I forgot about that. We also had the Sorcerer wand for many years that said Epcot <laughs> on it, which I hated. Didn't like that. No. 
That was so weird. Yeah, that was weird. The first time I like went as an adult, it was like that, and I was like, when they do that. It was always surprising to me that they didn't do a rotating Earth when it was Illuminations, like during Illuminations. Um, yeah, but sometimes you just can't see that during Illuminations. Like, like just for the just for fun. Yeah. Didn't they use those green? They would do the outline of the continents and spin it. Maybe after, and it would say. Oh, I thought it said Siemens on it. Yeah. Yeah, I think but it just I thought, said. I, I didn't. I don't. I can only remember the Siemens part. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's a climactic way to stop that conversation. <laughs> and then finally, we have annual passes returning for Walt Uh-oh. Disney World. Oh, yes. sweet! Everything cool? Um, no. everyone excited about it? No. Um, <laughs> they were. They went on sale September eighth, um, and now there are. Three, or I'm sorry, four just insanely stupid names that may, that mean nothing. I'm okay with creative names if there's some sort of hierarchical Time, yeah. system. So the first, uh, <laughs> the first one is wait. Actually, wait. let's play a game because I don't remember. Okay. Oh boy. I know. just I name I them out of order, and then I will write them. Captain, okay. do you know them? Uh, I think I'll know them once Rob says them. I don't, so write them down and okay. I will... Or tell them, I'll write I'm them down. I'm going to do some... Uh, Pirate Pass. Pirate Pass, okay. Incredipass. Incredipass. Pixie Dust Pass. Pixie Dust. Sorcerer Pass. Okay. And... Okay. So, Sorcerer Pass. Um... I don't know why, but I want to say that the Incredipass is the top, followed by the Sorcerer Pass, followed by the Pirate Pass, and then, no, followed by Pixie Dust, oh, followed by fair. Pirate. Scott was shaking his head bad, that's why. I didn't see him. I didn't uh, see him. Okay. So I'm going I Incredipass, I could top, Sorcerer, then Pixie Dust, then Pirate. Should have went with your first... Instinct. It's pirate then pixie dust. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Which also makes that sense. makes sense, Gus. If I didn't, if I put sor- if I didn't put sorcerer last, would you have picked that? To me, sorcerer is the highest. To me, sorcerer is the highest too, because that's what you call the passes at D twenty three that yes, you're paying think, all yeah. that money for. Those are sorcerers. Yeah, but then like inc- I don't know something about Incredipass seems like the <laughs> highest. I don't know. Okay, so down to, down to some details here, right? So, um, the most expensive pass, twelve ninety nine. Um, you could hold you could hold up to five park reservations at a time. There's no blackout dates, um, and and this is the price a new pass, assuming you're not renewing. Okay. Um, have they given details on renewals? There are. Yeah, what I'm looking well, we'll at does that, just yeah. doesn't have it. Um, listed um so what has changed we it, it the all the all four tiers of the passes um are basically the same in this sense free parking at all four theme parks they're saying savings of up to 20 percent on dining merchandise and more keyword being up to and more <laughs> yeah um what's not included uh photo pass downloads jesus so that is an add-on of $99 um, for the past. Whereas it was included before. Yes. And I, be- 
correct me if I'm wrong. You're probably the closest that had. I'm pointing to Scott having that pass, but it no longer includes the water parks and sports option as well. Yeah, I think I had that. And now, now that'll be $99 as well. And is that to add on to any pass? Correct. It's only $99 for a year for the water parks? That's Correct. not bad. That, if that's that important is, to you. Yeah, like if you would go like three or four times, that would You would have to bad. go three times, t- twice maybe. To make, to are they like money. 60 bucks, yeah, I want to say? Yeah. yeah. Um, then the next, the next one is Sorcerer Pass, which is eight ninety nine. That's only available to Florida residents and DVC members. So that would be equivalent to the Gold Pass. That is equivalent to the current Gold Pass. What's that? Two hundred dollars more. Um, yes. So the, the I know the in. renewal rate was seven twenty four. I believe plus tax, um, and we just paid. Oh gosh. No, it was more than seven twenty four. It was closer to eight hundred. I forget. Okay. But um, that one as well, you could hold up to four, five, four, five park reservations. Uh, there are a few blackout dates, mostly Christmas and they Thanksgiving, which is yes. they changed it. It's now Thanksgiving and no longer Easter. It used to be the weekend mm. Easter, but now it's pretty much you can go. All the time during the year, there's some time in November, some time in December. New Year's is fine? It's New no. Year, New Year's Eve you can, but New Year's Day you can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but New yeah. Year's Day isn't like a... I don't imagine that's thing. not like the... Well, I said December. That's the holiday. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, but it's not like a celebration. <laughs> I celebrate renewing myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last two, the Pirates uh, Pass... So random, like why pirate? Like pirate pass should be free. R, just, just steal take it. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's six ninety nine. The damn gate. You can have four reservations at a time, only available to Florida residents, and then the pixie dust. Most amount of uh, black. So wait updates. a second. Six ninety nine for the pirate pass. Correct. Four as opposed to five. Mm-hmm. Park dates and, and more block and black, more blackout block out, dates, yeah, blackout, blockout, whatever you want, and to call. only available to Florida residents. Correct. And then Pixie Dust is three ninety nine. Same thing, only three reservations. And basically, you cannot go on a weekend. There, yeah. there are. Okay. It is, it I'll is. take your word for yeah. it. Pixie yeah. Dust, Florida residents as well. Yeah. Yes. So the only one as a non-Florida resident or DVC um, member is the Incredible Pass. I see people. Complaining about that, but I was like, that's what it is today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Scott doesn't have any, he, you can't get anything lower than no. the gold. Mm-hmm. I, the high, I, I, high. Yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever the tier is about. Is right. Pre- right. Because you're not DVC or, or, and you don't live in Florida. I don't live in Florida. No, you don't. <laughs> I, I really don't. I, I tell everyone. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the sad thing for me about this is that they're now baking in park passes to the structure of the system which oh come on guys really park passes forever i don't our park reservations i I mean i'm okay Uh, i guess i'm okay with it i hate the if you don't scan in you can't hop at two o'clock right i I hate that i hate that 
Me too. That is the one. Well, and the whole, to me, the whole idea behind getting rid of the 60-day Fast Pass, at least according to Disney, was that your trip was too choreographed, that you were too set on a schedule. Well, having park passes that you need to schedule in advance has the same functional outcome, that you have to plan ahead for where you're going to be on a certain day. So if it's ra- if you wake up and it's raining and you have an Animal Kingdom Fast Pass, you screwed. Yeah. Well, you obviously didn't watch the same video that I did because they promised a much more Bob streamlined and, um, Flexibility. and flexible uh, park experience. Well, how are they going to do that with park reservations? Streamlined, the flexible. The genie's magic is going to make it happen. Have Although, I guess this is my other question. I feel like, Rob, you'd probably be the one to have this information. Okay. As far <laughs> as I'm concerned, or that I'm aware of, there are no... The park reservations have not been filling up for any park. I don't know. Uh, Like, like we'll test today. Yeah, so I mean, it looks like most parks are available within, like, for the next few weeks. So it doesn't seem like... I think this time last year we were running into decreased capacity that... You really couldn't go anywhere other than the park for which you had your reservation. But like today, like if you were starting off at the Magic Kingdom, you didn't want to go to the Magic Kingdom and you just wanted to go to Hollywood Studios. I mean, you could you could switch that ideally. But I mean, I still I do not like the reservations. It creates an element of stress that you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah. Um, So, you know. Disney continues to take away more. So, to put it in perspective, they've taken away three things that now cost a significant amount of money. Um, Magical Express. Um, fast Passes. And Photo Pass. And Photo Pass. And they are charging more for the passes. Because I think my annual pass was like $1,100 when I did the renewal. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, we, they did, in, in you're the, paying more for less. That's that's the line. I guess part. we don't know what the renewal is. That that was the part that was missing. But. I don't think it'll be. It's it, it's usually about a hundred dollars mm-hmm. off, somewhere in that neighborhood. So right. you're probably going to be looking at eleven ninety nine. Well, actually, that wasn't a renewal. They they charged me the new. Oh, uh, you got the pass new rate price. because right. Yeah, so it was eleven hundred dollars for the new uh, pass price. So that is almost two hundred dollars more if it's twelve ninety nine. If that, I think I had that right. Yeah. Is just Twitter freaking out about this? It, it was a little bit. Um, again, it, it, it gets to the point of like the the photo pass. Yeah. This, co- this costs them nothing. It's a watermark <laughs> on, on, because you can still take the photos. They still post them on the server. Now they're going to have a watermark on them again. That's it's crazy. Just, it, it's, oh, right. I didn't even think about that. It costs, like, from a server perspective, like, and it costs the same because they're still storing them. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's crap. I think my guess would be that people are just exhausted from the level of, like... Nickel and diamond. Well, yeah, just everything has been bad news for the past three months' time, so... At, at a certain point, the outrage machine just tires out. Like, people can't keep getting mad about it. 
Because we've been mad for too long. Yes. Simply just been mad for too long. Okay, so I'll, I'll go on to my Twitter thread here. Oh, here we go. Let's have it. So I was going to say, did you... <laughs> you started this thought, and then I was like, wait, where is the Twitter thread? <laughs> oh, I have it here. Good. All right, so... Um, this details when capacity has been added to the parks. So we complain that they're too crowded, they're too crowded, they're too crowded. So here's a perfect example of why they're too crowded. Anyone want to venture a guess? And this this is adding true capacity, not shutting down uh, an attraction and replacing it with something. I.e. Seven Doors Mine Train, right? That, re- that replaced something that was previously there. Okay. So Tron is going to add capacity. That right. is not replacing anything. Nothing's closing as a result of that. Uh-huh. Or has for construction. So anyone want to venture a guess the last time the Magic Kingdom added capacity? <laughs> and what it was. <laughs> it's, so I'm assuming it's not New Fantasyland? No, because all of that stuff replaced something that was already there. It wasn't new. Oh, my God. Think of like Tron, right? That that's brand new. Yeah, it, it, yeah. There was know. nothing there eating people in that Correct. section before. Well, I'm trying. I mean, so much of that's been around. I mean, you've lost a few things. You've lost Stitch. Not that like anybody's. Yeah, it's people. I have no idea. Hold ever. on. Um. Well, I'm thinking. Oh, and this is not part of New Fantasyland. But I would say Goofy's Barnstormer would be... Catherine is correct. October of 1996 is when they added Goofy's Barnstormer. That was the last time capacity was added. That's interesting. Okay, so you say, well, how much much more crowded is the, the parks? 1996, Magic Kingdom attendance, 13.8 million. A year? In 96. In 96, yeah. yeah. 13.8 million. 2019, 21 million. <laughs> and they added no capacity. Well, they had to, I mean, they had to have lost capacity over that time because Hall of Presidents has been closed repeatedly. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stitches. Well, I mean, you're always going to have that. Like um, influx. The yeah, churn. I'm just saying. As, like as far a true as, addition. Okay. Yep. Okay. Right. So, wow. It doesn't get. I mean, it gets a little bit better at some of the other parks. Um, so, Epcot's adding Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, which is new capacity for October 2021. The last time, anyone, you, Catherine, well, you wanna, this one I think you guys could get yeah I think this was rather more recent I want to say it would be Soren correct that makes sense 2005 Mm -hmm. and then they added the third theater in 2015 Um, you know my mind doesn't often think like this like when it comes to expansions or additions of the idea of capacity and really what we refer to like colloquially as as people eaters like (laughs) new areas that where masses of humans can yep. go <laughs> that they couldn't before. I mean, Hollywood Studios is obviously Star Galaxy's Wars. Edge, yeah. right? I mean, uh, or did so, they consider that because... Well, or Pixar. I mean. So so Hollywood Studios, um, he said, Rock and Roller Coaster opened in 99, which was new. Midway Mania opened in 08. 
And then he said, technically Toy Story Land, because all of those those two attractions eat more people than what... The back he, lot Yeah, he was saying the back lot tour. And then, lights interaction. Yeah. Um, I, I would consider that adding capacity, because even though that there, there were items there, like a, a ride through tram is so... Yeah. Even, yeah, but, and even but lights, taking, motor, action. Geez, that was huge. But I don't know how many people were going to that in its final yeah. days. That was not a, a, a must do. Just, must just do. the people driving the cars. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Animal Kingdom Expedition Everest in 06. And then the two Pandora, Pandora. attractions in yeah. 17. Yeah, because there so, was nothing in Camp Mini Mickey. You know, we get excited about new things, but they're really oftentimes replacing mm-hmm. things. So, yeah, he doesn't mention um, um, Galaxy's Edge either, as far as... It's, a, it's a delicate balance, too, because I'm sure that you really have to decide, is this new attraction, if I'm going to add a new attraction rather than replace an attraction, is it just going to... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? be a vampire on the tra- attraction that already exists. So like if you if you had say replaced Star Tours with the Millennium Falcon ride is that better than building a new Millennium Falcon ride in addition to Star Tours because now it's just going to take all the people that would have gone to Star Tours and it hasn't. Right. But you could see that being a right. a discussion right. that you would have. Yeah, it's not a it's not necessarily a one for one. Right. Because then that could actually be um, subtraction by addition. Right. Because if you just add something else, but it leads people away from a very efficiently loaded ride. Exactly. Like Star Tours, well, then it's actually a negative because... Like, imagine you built a new Haunted Mansion coaster, and it took away people who were going to ride... Haunted Mansion, which is a very efficient ride, and exchanged it out for a non-efficient... Like, that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You could actually screw it up and have it take less people. Yeah, that's a good point. It's not an exact science. Yeah. That's cool. That's an an interesting discussion. Yeah, I I don't really think about it. So this this guy that did this, like, he's the co-host of Retro WDW Podcast. (laughs) How... Huh, what's I'm that? into that. Yeah, how <laughs> Bowers? Okay. His handle is at Go Away Green. Oh, do you know what that is? Oh, oh the, the the color. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> go yeah. Away Green. Blend in blue. Blend in blue. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, so colors that they use in their uh, for those who don't know in Disney architecture when they don't want to um, um, attract, they don't want to draw your eyes eye line to something like a building they paint them those two colors go away green which blends in with foliage and grass and trees and blend in blue which is supposed to blend in with the sky you will see it on the uh cosmic rewind uh building is blended blue I you believe. see it you see it once you once, once you're you looking don't for see it, it <laughs> you shouldn't see you it. can't unsee it yeah it's a good good handle Good handle, Carlos, of, of Retro WDW. Yeah, w- w- I try and book if I read those little yeah, factoids, factoids, I'll uh, bookmark it on Twitter and if we bring are, it to the pod, yeah, bring it to it. the experts. Yep. So we got any other news items or no? So we can actually get to our. So we had all intentions of doing this main topic last 
podcast, but we just got so swamped talking about the news that <laughs> we just didn't get around to it. So now we actually have some time to dig in here. And um, Rob, do you want to talk about yeah, this? Rob, this yeah, Rob, this is your, your brainchild, right? <laughs> Matt was swimming there. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, the thought was, and I don't know if I explained it properly <laughs> we'll find via out. text. Or, but it, <laughs> Great. Yeah, the idea is pie in the sky, no high level. Yeah, no financial considerations, no does this work logistically, none of that stuff. Just if you could make any changes to your theme park visiting experience, <laughs> whether that's changing something in the parks, the resorts, locations of things, what would they be? Um, I said two items. I mean, I'm sure we could see where the conversation takes us, but what would those, I guess, two bigger things, um, it could be West Coast, East Coast, um, anything that would make it more enjoyable. I should say I had a tough time with this, um, and now I have no excuse because I've had like a month to like <laughs> think about it, so... Who wants to start? So that sounds like you want to start. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> Rob, why don't you start? Okay. Since you're a brainchild. I, and, I, and I said this one on a, an episode or two ago. So this one is fairly... Um, when I say it, you'll know. Um, I would move the Polynesian to the Epcot <laughs> Resort area and have it attached to Epcot. Just plop it right down. Yep, just, the, just get the... Yeah, like... Uh, what is... What, it, it, they had that scene in uh, Avengers where they lift the whole city or... Yeah. Sokovia? Yeah. Sokovia. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. A bunch um, of people die. No, but they they, they they basically, like, helicopter it out. So I would yeah, just no. rip it out. Rip it out of the ground. Yep. And it could... I don't care where it goes. It could... Just within walking distance. Yes. Right behind would, the boardwalk there. Yes. Sure. Yeah, I could go on like the walking path. Yeah, I'd love like, that. Where the boardwalk is. <laughs> Wait a minute. On the water. Yep. But I love the poly so much, but I don't like it being close to Magic Kingdom because we rarely go there. Yeah. Um, so I would want it over by Epcot. All right. I like that. That's a good one. Good. Good, good. Kat? Um, mine is that I would love to have a true nighttime area for adults that is open late with food and drink and maybe a spiritual successor to Pleasure Island with you had a comedy club at one time you had a beach club you had a music club you had like a uh, the Adventurers Club. I mean, you had like three or four, well, at one time you had like five or six things that adults could do till one or two in the morning. Right now, I feel like I'm not like the biggest night owl, but when I'm on vacation, I like to stay out late. All my friends, we're all drinking, <laughs> we're all hanging out, and we, you know, don't want the party to end. We have, you know, we're either staying on property, so. You know, we don't need to worry about transportation, and like that's a very rare occurrence in adult life. So Pleasure Island was great. You can have some of those like karaoke bars where they're the the private rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right now, I mean, I think like we've always talked really highly about Atlantic Dance Hall, and that's simply just because the bar is so. Yeah, it's not like it's it's not great. It's just just the only thing that's open. And we, what else do we love? 
kimonos. Why do we love kimonos? Because they don't close and they have like <laughs> they have like a but a low bar. Yeah, this place is great. I mean, it's open. <laughs> it's no, not even cool. I mean, they're just letting they're letting people in. It's amazing. I'm just saying that we love those two places so much. It's because they're open. They're open late. They have decent food. They have decent drinks. But imagine if there was like a full area for that because we would do that. Um, so I, I think I think that's something that Disney World is currently missing. Um, side note, Jelly Rolls is reopening. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, uh, October 15th, I want to say. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, but I, I think there's the potential for this because I think the clientele have changed. Oh yeah, Disney there's more since more that adults. Was open. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's more like Disney adult is a term now. Like it's it's a thing. Like how many people have we met who are like it's not a coincidence that our group of friends like out of what like twenty of us that like ten of us have annual passes. We live in a, a semi suburban area in Pennsylvania. Like we're not the only ones in the pocket of the world like this. So I think they could make some money. If I not, where would would you keep it in? Uh, it, it, I mean, Disney Springs. I mean, maybe it could go where the Polynesian would be gone. <laughs> oh, okay. So, like, yeah, you don't want to go to Magic Kingdom, but you would still go over there. Like, if they had like ample parking, yeah, I'm not thinking anything on the the like the scale of Disney Springs, but I'm thinking more on the scale of like the boardwalk when it first opened. Okay, that that is, you had the boardwalk. That is beautifully tying that in a bow because I, when you were saying your thing, Rob, I meant to ask and then I, the moment had passed. I was going to ask, well, what would you put in its place? Well, and there you it just is. saying that. Have like a little, you know, have like a tiki, even like a tiki bar, like have fun themed bars. They do these really well, but I feel like they're all so small scale. Like, what do we love? We love Trader Sam's. We love Jock Lindsay's. We love these like really specifically themed fun little things, but they're never big enough for everybody. So there is like a like a supply issue that like you know they can't get everybody and like even abracadabra i know that's kind of on our blacklist but like if they had that bigger i think the problem is it's too small and everyone wants to go there and that's why you're not getting good service is because there are people like sitting on the railings out front like i've i don't think that they are equipped for the people who want to go there. So have something that is equipped. The problem too, and not to get go on another tangent, the problem with that place too is it's viewed as the waiting room for two restaurants. Mm-hmm. So you're getting these people just passing through there. Yeah. And it, it you don't have that vibe of like, oh, we're going to sit here for a while. You know what their other big mistake was? Having a porch. They should have made that whole thing enclosed have it be dark. Don't have the side door. Only have one door because it's too accessible to flying fish. Yeah. It's too much of a waiting yeah. area for people on the boardwalk. I mean, if you go on the boardwalk on a busy morning and people are eating breakfast, like you'll see people eating breakfast outside of Abacadabra. Like they should just make that whole thing inside where you cannot go there unless you're going inside okay. to drink. And that is my decree. <laughs> I like that. All right, Matt, what do you have? 
Um, so I, I want to give some credit because I got this idea. Catherine was listening to an episode of The Diz not too long ago, and I heard, I think it was Craig talking about this. Um, and it, I think the topic came up, and again, I was just kind of listening, um, you know, like in the background. It, we were talking about, we were talking about, uh, they were talking about D- Disney Genie and how something that I didn't think about this inadvertently ices out um, foreign uh, travelers because you become fully reliant on the Disney Wi-Fi because a lot of people are not on when they're traveling they're not on like an international plan and so if the Wi-Fi isn't good where you are well then and you're fully reliant on the app and the infrastructure to plan your vacation well then you're kind of screwed so I thought about it and I, I was thinking of just like a full tech refresh, a major, major investment in like mobile and web developers for the entire, like an, an entire refresh of their websites, their apps, because if you're going to do this in the future and you're going to be like, this is fully, you, you need to be relying on the app, you need to be relying on my Disney experience, well then it needs to work seamlessly and it doesn't right now and also a full refresh of wi-fi throughout the entirety of the parks everywhere resorts the resorts yeah the resorts the parks everywhere and then i thought about what happened to that whole do you guys remember that 2017 article that i geeked out about of disney research where they developed that um, and this is going back a ways. Powering things in the park. Oh, God. No, yeah, it was room. like, oh, the yeah, yeah, they developed room. a room, and it was called, I had to Google it, it was called Quasi-Static Cavity Resonance. Uh, no, not this one. <laughs> Those people all died of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But basically what it was, they developed this room that it was fully wireless charging for any device in that area. And they cite, like, the people who developed it cited that, like, it has the potential to be as quote ubiquitous as Wi-Fi, and I was like, "That's really cool to think about." Like, they might put that in hotel rooms and be like, "You don't have to bring your chargers. Like, it's just like stuff is just charging in there, and and that's like the technology." And I just feel like if they just did a huge refresh of all of their tech, Wi-Fi, the apps, the website. It needs it. Like, we joke about it, and we can't be the only people who joke about how crappy the website is, how the app is a buggy mess. Like, the more features you add, the more you need it to work seamlessly. It's not good right now. <laughs> so that's that's it. I know that's kind of like a, a cop-out, because it's not necessarily the parks, but it, it bleeds over into everything. It does. Plus, how many times have we talked about how horrible the app is? And I feel like every time they add more functionality to it, it's like they're never like actually fixing it. It's like always like little band-aids like, oh, well, we need to add this. So we'll like try to upgrade it a little bit while we're doing that. And it's like, take it down and fix it. Well, they can't. Don't, even have, can't to, even... don't have to take it down. You just develop the new version of it in the background and then switch it over. Like you never have to, that's the beauty part of it being technology. It's not like to fix the Yeti, you have to take (laughs) down Expedition Everest. You can develop a new Expedition Everest 
without ever closing down the old one and then flip a switch and hey, here's the new one. That's the beauty part of it. They just haven't done it. They're still using the domain go.com. Matt was just talking about that the other day. It's, it's unbelievable. When you do DisneyWorld.com... It's, it's Disney.go.com. Yeah. Why? What is Go.com? I, I remember it from marketing... It's probably close to 20 years. And like when ESPN um, oh, launched... Yeah, it used to be ESPN.go.com. Yeah, that's right. And it tied all the... So now when you go to Go.com, just Go.com, it takes you to some Disney landing page. <laughs> But I think that gets to your point of they just keep adding stuff, ban- bandaging, yeah, uh, just awfulness. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Back back when portal pages were the hot thing on the internet, the go.com domain was originally supposed to be one. Having all the Walt Disney Company's online properties underneath a single domain allowed for single sign-on, but the single domain is no longer a requirement for single sign-on based on how. Uh. So like, it's just this like relic. <laughs> that they thought they needed and they never migrated away from it. And this was an article from an IT guy with Disney from seven years ago who says, like, we're gradually moving some things away from that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Can't wait to check back okay. on that in 2045. Great. Crazy. That's nuts. All right, Scott, what do you have? All right, well, the one I'm going to start with here um, is... It's a problem solved for one of the things that I think is the worst about the parks right now, and that is transportation. Um, There is always a feeling like if you are staying in the Epcot Resort area, getting to Animal Kingdom or Magic Kingdom is such a a headache. Um, And they've really solved a lot of that problem in that Epcot and Hollywood Studios Resort area with the Skyliner. So my idea, if, if... cost was no option i would love to have a disney subway system that would connect all resorts and all parks sort of like the london tube that Mm -hmm. you could get read my read my second one it's literally like skyliner step in the right direction but we're talking high speed train travel from all destinations to and from all directions yeah i think this would be a great a great way to do it uh i mean i know that there are obvious logistical and engineering roadblocks there if you're going to try and do some sort of an integrated system. But even if you could connect, say, some of the main areas with something like that, that you wouldn't be so heavily reliant on buses to get people everywhere, I think that would be a huge step in the right direction. Do you know who I stole that from and is who said it? Because I was saying that this was the topic for the podcast like a month ago and I said I was having a hard time. Our friend Aaron, who is like, I'll tell you what my idea is. The buses. The buses suck. And she's like, <laughs> she's like nothing she goes, worse. there is nothing worse than waiting for a bus. I agree. I fully and agree. And getting I on one and they turn the lights on and there's everyone standing after fireworks. It's horrible. Yeah, and I think, you know, you, you leave a park at the end of the day. Like, we've stayed before through one of the nighttime shows. I'm even thinking about Epcot and then going back to, like, Coronado or something like that. And you just do not know... When is that next bus coming? You could be there for 45 minutes. You could be there for five minutes. But, I mean, it, and you may not get on the first bus that comes around. So it's like, right. it's one of those things that I would, I would think would help standardize the amount of time it takes to get places the way that the Sky, Skyliner has. And honestly, I mean, as an alternative to that, I would say 
extend the Skyliner, but that seems like that would be extraordinarily difficult just given how difficult it is to keep that running between Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I think that if we're going even more pie in the sky, teleportation pods. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> I, I, I think if money's no object, that makes a lot of sense. But that, Kath, that's and I, Kath and I joke about that all the time, where we're like, when can't we're wait waiting for something, <laughs> one of us would be like, can't wait for that tele- like the teleportation tech to like catch up. Just How nice would that be? That is always my... Uh, Dream when we're leaving MCO. Oh yeah, it's being able to teleport to home. home. Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, that's the best. Can you imagine the logistical headaches that that would create if anybody could be anywhere they wanted at any time? Yeah, it's gonna yeah be a bummer. <laughs> you know, I was I was talking about this with my folks about our podcast topic this morning, and I asked my mom, I was like, "What would you change if you could change everything?" And she said. And I'm going to make fun of her here because she doesn't listen to this at all. She said, I would make Disney free. And I said, you don't want to be in free Disney parks. Do you have any idea? Even at Knobles? Do you know what Disney free parks would be like? I mean, I'm not even talking about the clientele that would show up. I'm just talking about the number of people that would show up to free Disney parks. So, like, you know, you got to consider these things. Oh, but teleportation does the same thing. If you could be at Disney anytime you wanted. Oh, yeah, that capacity would. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great point. Great point indeed. <laughs> so, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, Rob, what's your second one? Okay, my second one. So, my second one involved transportation. Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't have a transportation one. So, um,. <laughs> I forgot what I was was going to say two weeks ago when we were about to record. <laughs> Gotta write it down. <laughs> I know. I, I do. Um, but I just thought of something, and I, it's, I'm hoping it's better than what I had originally thought of. I am putting a ban, an embargo, whatever <laughs> word you want to use, against Disney parks using movie IP <laughs> on new attractions. Wow. Yes. So anything, any new attraction... Retheming um, would have to use new story lines and new characters and new thoughts. It's really a minor change that could have a big impact. I don't think that is a minor. If you're talking, if if you said that to Bob Chapek, I do not think His he would head think would that. Explode. Is, I don't think he'd think that as a minor change. Oh, I think that's what I think that was my my yeah, in direct my, response. Uh, no, I think that was my second one was to. Um, decrease the sterilization and like the theming at the resorts of uh, the the rooms <laughs> um just i just don't like the direction they're going in you mean you think that they're over theming rooms yes Is that, okay to with with i i'm okay with theming i i love theme um i love a theme it, yeah you, mean you don't need maui watching you pee like <laughs> no that i do <laughs> <laughs> correct um you take and it could you could work in characters and th- I, I think the rooms at the Riviera are nice they're not overly Disneyfied yeah, right um, but yeah the Maui rooms now the Increda rooms <laughs> or whatever they're called at the um, contemporary contemporary I just shared with Catherine a video I didn't even realize they were doing this but they're remodeling the rooms the DVC villas the studios at the Polynesian and just very st- Sterile. They're using white paint everywhere now. Yeah, where um, it was like orange and turquoise. And they're like, we just repainted this this wall white. 
Which seems <laughs> insane. Like, I mean, with yeah. kids and suitcases and people not caring what they what they do, <laughs> but you know, it just. Um, unless they have the magic erasers that just <laughs> uh, Disney magic erasers, you know, yeah. you know they're using that glossy paint. Um, I just don't like that. So all, all of that is my idea of just <laughs> I like that That's lessening good. the overall use of IP everywhere. That's right. And, and Bob Chapek would argue that to the gills. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's not participating in this activity, <laughs> so true. he can. You know. He's welcome to come on the pod. We'd be happy to debate. There is always a standing invitation. We will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, have him come on, on. come on, Bobby. <laughs> I'm just, I'm still kind of giggling at Maui watching you pee. <laughs> <laughs> I can see what's happening here. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, Maui, get out. <laughs> this is very uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, my. Um, my second one, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I feel like we did the last time. Bring back legacy fast passes. Not plan ahead three months fast pass. Legacy paper fast passes. I want them back. The system worked great. You just had to be a little bit smart. And just because people aren't, that's why they got rid of them. So, Wait a second. Paper. So, paper. paper. Not, not even no. an app. Don't not- want an app. We don't want an app, Rob. I want the paper. Uh, Give me the so, free- no ecological consideration in this at all. Wow. Oh, come on. You're like, that's going to kill the environment. Yeah. A couple of pa- pa- paper I agree paper up, fast passes. I agree with you up until the, I, I would take the Disneyland previous Max Pass system. I would too. I would no, too, but I would, way. but I would free, I would freebie eyes it. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that is. No, I do like that, but you know, you still got the ticket as a reminder. I know, which is weird. I do have, I do have a bunch that uh, I just kept up for a souvenir. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, I uh, uh, yes, okay, that is what I would want—a free version of Max Pass uh, available online. That is what I would want. Day of. No plan. I, I agree with you on Day that. Day of, you can pick different parks, similar. Because, I mean, we have totally kind of forgotten what's going away with this. Like, well, I don't know. We, I don't know that we know the information. But, like, we were always beholden to a park so deeply because we had three passes, three, three fast passes, where it was like, well, we gotta stay. We we're getting on space in two hours. Like, like, I think that might go away. Like, I, I never really thought about that. That we were always, like, felt like we were... I, I did. Felt like I was stuck at a park. Because I'm not going to leave before my last fast pass. Um, so, that'll be interesting to see how it plays out with a new system. But, hmm. yeah, I would, I would... I would have it free and... Uh, oh, day of. You just have to be smart. That's it. You just have to be smart. That's it. Make everyone smart. That's it. All right, Matt, since Scott took yours. Um, I don't have. Yeah, I don't have one. Okay, By sorry. the way, I just looked. Don't Google. The... Now we watching EP. That's what you Googled? No, no, no. <laughs> there is a pretty large secondhand market of people selling old paper fast passes huh? on eBay. Well, maybe maybe he should look for that. You yeah, can make a maybe, quick buck. Maybe I mean, they were all recent, you know, as of four years ago. Yeah. From mm-hmm. Disney. You know, I have a radiator, a couple of radiator springs. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else. I might have Space Mountain. 
Yeah. All right. I I have another um, what I would consider to be a revolutionary idea. Like this. Um, so, I I thought of where where this belongs. This belongs across the highway from the Dolphin Hotel. So if you go to the west, there is a large plot of land that is south of Magic Kingdom, north of Animal Kingdom, west of Epcot and Hollywood Studios. It is an idea for Disney City, which is a combination resort, park, and essentially a, a extension of Disney Springs type um restaurants and bars and things like that and this is kind of building on Catherine's idea it is a resort that is specifically geared towards an adult contingent that there are um there's a pool bar there's like a swim up pool bar mm, there's like we need um, one of those. there's corner bars on each of the buildings and things like that there's you know various restaurants that would be excellent places to eat and you'd even throw in a few attractions so that if you wanted to stay out of the parks for a day you could do it all right on location that's like the progress city model yes exactly yeah. that that's Without, what you're creating like the, the working part yeah well you know you don't have to work kinda, here. it's a resort you're kind of close to the mgm grand in the yes. late 90s when they had the theme park did yeah, you know exactly. Theme park I mean, behind? even New York, New York has a roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I knew New York, New York, that I didn't know. No, this was a full-on theme theme park. Really? Yes. Well, I'm gonna have to watch some YouTube videos. Oh yeah, there is a good. Uh, I think the guy that did, does the um, it's bright Sun bright Sun films. films. I believe oh, he has Jake. Jake, <laughs> and you yes. could make it. You could make it admission for people not staying on property at that location. So if you want to buy a pass to that quote-unquote park it does become a gate but you could also stay on location there and you get it for free and you get it part of your your room cost i mean it's like great wolf lodge with like disney the, city the um like the water park like if you stay here you get the water park pass with your oh yeah that's really cool yeah i like that i, I like just that I, like i think one of the things that that's a combination of two things it's it's providing for that more adult crowd it's also providing capacity and rooms the three things that disney needs right now yeah it's a good idea great idea great idea anybody have more ideas because i had more ideas what do you what else <laughs> this guy's an ideas man i'm an ideas man I, I also, uh, holly did have one go ahead she, she wanted to bring uh to go back to to make the Walt Disney World version of Fantasyland back to the Disneyland version with all the dark rides. Yeah, that's a good one. Bringing back Toad and um, Snow White the Scary Man. Yeah, all the classics. Yeah. Um, she wanted that. So. You know what else I would like? I would like the vintage logo back. Oh. With the, the D. Well, you're seeing that now. I know, I know, but it's not its not like official. <laughs> they, they dip their toe in the water. They dip their toe, and I'd like Epcot to be Epcot Center. Buy it from, you can buy it from uh, John Stamos. Yeah, the, uh, the D. The logo. No, that's the Disneyland D. 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 Dummy. Whatever. <laughs> Just be happy that I knew he had it. <laughs> All right, here, here I'm going to rapid fire a couple ideas, okay. and you can tell me whether you like them or not. This really does remind me of Job's pitch in Arrest of Yeah, I God. know. 
Offer bike rentals to go from Epcot to Disney Hollywood Studios. Love it. Yes. City bikes. Like 15 minutes. Yeah. Yep. You just, just need them to ride the pathway. Yeah. Um, an Animal Kingdom bar fest, a la food and wine, but with just drinks. Drink kiosks. Okay, that would bring me to the kingdom. I would like little snackies, but okay, I sure. don't want snackies. Yeah, but just like different locations placed around Animal Kingdom. Maybe it could even be a ticketed event. I don't care. S- small Animal Kingdom food and wine. I got it. Yeah, I like that. All right. Uh, add bars to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I duh. have. I I need that there. Mm. That that was my second one. Was it? Yes, mm. it it was. Sell alcohol. I don't even need bars. Sell alcohol like, like at the other cart. parks. Yes. Yeah, why not? Yes. A little kiosk. It just, it just helps. Yep. Let me get a beer with a pretzel. Like, what the hell? What's the harm? What, am I, what do you think I'm going to do? Also, you can get them in the restaurant. So what's the freaking difference? Yeah, like right. what am I going to do? All right? Like what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Am I going to cost and Disneyland, Aladdin or something? And like? Disneyland has a bar now for the public. Yeah. August. Yeah. You always <laughs> tell uh, me. But right, we we that, Are you allowed to leave Star Wars Land with alcohol? No, you can't, can't leave, leave Vogus. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yes. that would be the trick. We, because now that do they I don't think they serve do they serve alcohol at Rontos? No. I, I don't think so because I don't think you can do the uh, blue milk or green milk either with the, the alcohol. alcohol. No. The I can look that is, up while you guys talk. Okay. The trick is you pour a full drink into your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> then you change into sandals, which you have in your bag, and you just drink out of your drink shoe. Drink out of your shoe. Well, you really beat the system. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's innovative. This was one that um, goes kind of along with what we were talking about last week with the, uh, uh, in France, um, I'm forgetting what they're called, uh, very thin pancakes. Crepes. 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 Um, a beignet cart in France so that the only place that you get them being French Quarter isn't the only place that you can get them. Because I love those beignets, but I want them in Epcot. Yep. That is weird that they don't have them now that you say that. Right? But that be great? That, but now, I think you're Is going. that a traditional, like, French food, or is that a French Creole American French That's... amalgamation of food? Does it matter? I think yeah, it does. It's got yeah. a French name. People wouldn't care. I mean, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, what? It's not a terrible idea. I like. I like a beignet. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, let the safari guides jungle cruise it up. Sometimes. Oh boy. <laughs> I can get behind that. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. Do you know how much I even just when we had the one guy who was like hamming it up mm-hmm. with the actual safari discussion. It was great. I would love a Jungle Cruise, like, punning up the safari sometimes. Even if it was a special thing, like, oh, like, an, um, like a Like an overlay. I okay. mean, except that it's a, a cast member overlay. Okay. They are French. The They're French. Well, there you go. They're French. Well, you go. So, it, the actual idea of uh, fried dough actually comes from ancient Rome, though. Mm. But then the, ben- the, the beignet is, is specifically French. And it was brought to New Orleans in the 18th century by French colonists. There you go. All right. Um, a couple other ones here. I would bring in more exchange students to interact with guests at Epcot for each of the countries. I, I don't feel like... I, I'm talking about beyond the um, people serving. I would like to have a couple of like people from Germany 
just being in Germany and talking about their country, like answering questions yeah. or, you know, milling about. I, I feel like that would be yeah. a nice thing for the experience in costume, so on and so forth. Um, my last one is, I would say, I want the Star Wars hotel that we deserve. Mm, that's so true. Just a, a nice value resort themed to Star Wars, very large, not $6,000 a night. Moderate. Okay, moderate. I, yeah, moderate. You twist my arm. Free Disney. <laughs> I want it free. Everything free. She doesn't listen? No. Okay. But your brother might, and he might tell her. Oh, that, that? That's, that's tame. That's tame. He's going to sell you up the river talking mm-hmm. crap on your mom. Wow. Those are great ideas, guys. You know, I would like to add to your transportation one, Scott and Matt. Yeah. Definitely a connection to MCO there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Like, that's important. Like, I'm almost picturing Disney Springs being a hub. I would also like to add to that suggestion. I'd like park service from Disney Springs. Why not? Four more stations? Why not? Uh, Yeah. High-speed transportation to and from any really like any destination on a resort that you can think of and to MCO. So whether it's a high speed subway train um, with efficient capacity, it doesn't matter if it's any of the parks, any of the resort areas, Disney Springs, the airport, you know, it's just, and they kind of rotate intelligently every five minutes. So you don't have to wait any longer than five minutes. That'd be awesome. It'd be great. Sure would. Sure would. All right. Anybody else have any ideas? I'd be interested if any of our listeners have oh, any yeah, really please. good ideas. Share them with us yeah. on somewhere on social yeah, media. Yeah, either Instagram, Facebook, email. Tweet at us. Tweet it. Tweet it. Drive email. to Scott's house. Throw yeah. pebbles up through his bedroom window. Hold up a boombox and sing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Any uh, last call, do that. call items? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, cheers, everyone. Cheers. cheers. Oh, we have nothing to clink. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.